Blog Talk Radio. This is the Change Book Radio Show, global insight and inspiration for life and business. We're brought to you by the fastest growing personal development book series in the world titled The Change. And I'm your host and voice, Stacey Carnaluti, transformational leader and coach, international best-selling author, and founder of High Powered Success Academy and StaceyC.com, The Power to Be. Welcome to The Change. Hello, friends. It's Stacey C. here. I'm so excited to be with you today on another Wake Up Wednesday. And we have Asherah Eady back with us. It's been a year since we've talked with her, and it's just been a glorious year of so much growth and um, expansion in her own business. So I invited her to come back and, and share um, just what she's doing. It's, it's just really, really cool work. So I am very excited to introduce her to you. Asherah Eden, welcome to the show. Hey, Stacey. I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> yes. Right. Can you hear me? All right. Yeah, I can hear you. I sound a little loud today. I'm, I don't know what's going on, but anyways. All right. Let me introduce you. Um, Ashra Eden is a women's sexuality and embodiment expert, as well as a business channel and oracle. And this is something that she really, really stepped into this year in a big way because it's always been in her. But um, now she's just absolutely channeling businesses and being that um, that mouthpiece to help all of us discover um, the genius zone for our own businesses. Her clients are cutting edge coaches and visionaries who experience quantum results, such as brand new careers birthed in six months, mapping their next 20K in under 30 minutes, you just did that, and reclaiming lost spiritual, no, lost relationships with men in 12 weeks or less. She's been in the somatic and spiritual healing space for over 20 years and holds a master's degree in somatic psychology and an alternate MBA in online business. She can be found online at asherahedon.com and reach directly on Facebook and through email asherah at asherahedon.com. So we just um, are so excited to hear about what you're doing these days. It's just such, such cool work. So why don't you just give us a, a little blurb about what's firing you up right now? What's, what's going on that's really lighting you up? Well, oh, my God, Stacey, there's a whole bunch of things. The first thing that's really firing me up is these business oracle channeled sessions I've been doing recently where, you know, women are coming to me and saying, and these are women who are entrepreneurs who have established businesses who are saying, what's the next step? And we're literally doing, like, a single call and channeling in their next, you know, booked-out retreat in a single call. So that's one mm. thing that's been firing me up. The other thing that's really been firing me up is a training that I taught during the year itself, which was a somatic trauma training where I was training therapists how to better help their clients clear trauma. Mm. Oh, so awesome. I love training trainers. You know, when you really get to spend time with the leaders and the people that are out there doing the work, it's um, what an honor that is. So let's go back um, to somatic. Like, like, what does that even mean? Somatic therapy, somatic healing, all the somatic work. Why don't you start at the beginning and just kind of give us a, um, you know, a, a foundation about, about what that work really is. Perfect. Somatic actually means of the body. So anytime anyone uses that word, on one level, they're referencing the mind-body connection. But on a deeper level, it's, it's the understanding that every event that has ever happened to you is recorded not just in your thoughts or your mind, 
but is recorded in the body on a cellular level. So to shift your future outcomes and future results, you need to go back to your body and deepen your ability to listen to the body and its messages and then to do deep work with that. Amazing. The cells. So we're talking about DNA changes, really. Actually, we are. We're talking about DNA changes. Yeah. This path started with me with yoga, being a yoga student and teacher like 20 years ago. And I had a yoga teacher who was like, you know, um, cleanse, cleanse fear from your cell tissue. It was one of the things she used to say. So, yes, as you do this, your DNA actually changes. Amazing. And I could go on and on about that, about how that rewires you. Yeah. So yeah, I want to I want to talk about that because this is not just about moving your body or maybe connecting with your emotions at a you know a, a more sensitive level. This is like cellular work. So go ahead and take us there. How do you how do you reach the awesome. cellular level? Yeah, so let's talk about the cellular level, and I want to tie this to like timelines and timeline hopping and higher potential. And if you guys who are listening want to tie this to your business or something, so you have a concrete anchor. You can think in terms of your business or your love relationship. So everything that ever happens to us happens to our bodies and it's like our cells record it. Let's say, let's give like a pretty benign example. Let's say that you're in a car accident as a child and then your cells record fear. And no matter what you do, no matter how much talk therapy you do go to, even like no matter how much say like yoga or dance you do, you know, you get in a car and you curl up in fear. Now you could move or do yoga Mm -hmm. or whatever you want. But, but that fear and that response to, like, the cars or whatever's causing the fear is not going to go away. When you do this work, what happens is this. We help you get into the fear in your body and then to determine where it came from. And then from a variety of, I could say, processes, and the processes are not just, yes, they involve movement, yes, they involve sounding, yes, they can involve talking or even screaming, but it removes the event itself from the cells and from the cellular structure. So it's as if it never happened. And this is where the somatic and the mind-body crosses over into the shamanic. Now, when that happens, because this is interesting, it starts out with the body, but then we get into the visionary space. Because if you're on that trajectory where you have fear, let's say from this hypothetical car accident, that filters outwards into what's possible for you in business, what's possible for you in love, what's possible for you in anything else. But as you do this work Mm -hmm. and remove it from the cellular structure and the cellular level itself, a whole new array of possible futures and possible timelines open. And there's a whole lot I could say right now about – things that are like where, where high vibe or law of attraction or stuff like that meets the trauma work and meets the somatic. But I'm going to hit pause and see if, if you want to go there. Well, I'm thinking about going straight into the fear, so going right back to that car accident or right back to that scary event right. and literally like learning it different, right? So like now I'm going yes. through that, but I'm actually present. And I'm 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 creating like a brand new experience for my body, yes. um, with using it, imagination and opening up. Yeah, is this kind of what you're what you're yes talking about? No, because imagine imagination is not strong with that, or strong enough for that. 
imagination you might okay. get your results for like a month, but then it'll crash back. So if you were my client, Stacey, and if you had gone through a car accident, I would take you back into that with me. I would let you feel what you felt in your body, but then I would, you would actually be with me reliving it, which can be so scary as fuck and can be traumatized people okay. if it's done poorly. But if it's done well, I would take you back into it. You would relive it. And then I would take you through a process where you were moving and fighting back and talking and crying and doing whatever you need to do. And in that reliving, we would have you move and rework it in your neurological patterns where you jumped out of the car and escaped. Got it. Got it. Okay. So, we so that's where the body part comes together. in. You can't you just use your imagination. Moving. <laughs> No, you'd be moving around using your body. You'd be reliving the trauma, yeah. and then I'd say, good, now I want you to jump out of your chair, open the door, and run out of the car. And you could be running across the room that you're in, but in your cells, it's like you're escaping that crash. Yeah, totally. Awesome. So good. The shamanic piece. This is the spiritual piece. This is the right? piece, the mind-body piece. Yeah, this is the mind-body piece. No, the, the shamanic piece. But the shaman, yeah. where does that come in? That comes in right after you do this piece. So okay. what happens is we all have a number of possible or probable futures. And then things that just aren't going to happen. Like I'm never going to be a physicist because I just don't care enough to go down that road. Mm-hmm. But for myself, I yeah. have, you know, I'm an entrepreneur. <laughs> I have a, num- a number of possible paths, right, that I could take within that. And for somebody who's going through this process, let's say that they have a challenge in their business or a challenge in love, and I'm just naming those because those are two very common ones. When you're holding that trauma, you're on a trajectory towards a certain – because the trauma is subconscious, and you're holding the trauma in your subconscious – you're on a trajectory towards a certain number of outcomes and you can try to manifest or do different behaviors, but you're not going to jump to a higher probability or higher timeline or higher outcome and stay there because the subconscious trauma is always going to override your conscious trying and attempts. Mm-hmm. Once the trauma is cleared, on this level where it's like done, where it's like the body thinks it never happened, then the number of mm-hmm. timelines or probable outcomes available to you are exponentially higher. And that's where mm-hmm. the shamanic or visionary piece comes in. Awesome. Awesome. Oh, it's so good. So good. So tell us about your life, your person that you were able to map out, um, their a path and to twenty thousand dollars like in thirty minutes you got just a very clear, um, just clear channeling for her. Tell us about that clear client. channeling. Yeah. So what happened was I had posted a shout out on my Facebook page offering something totally different, which is just like you know transition to a career with heart, transition to a career you love, mm-hmm. and she messaged me and said, hey, I want to do this. So I looked at her um, website. And immediately, this was really interesting, when I looked at her website, so she's a coach, and she already has a business. She's a coach who has a practice. And I looked at her website, and she was also trained as a psychotherapist like I was. So we had these, like, common threads already, like, same schools, like, the synchronicity was, like, behind it. So I go to her website, and I start getting downloads of, she needs to do this, and she needs to do this, and she needs to do this. And I get on the phone with her, and I say, what do you want to do? And 
she starts telling me, you know, like, oh, I want to do this retreat and I want it to be like this, but I don't know what the marketing is and I don't know where these women are and I don't know how I'm going to fill it. So we have this background <laughs> of vast synchronicity of like the same graduate schools, like the same years, the same past education, you know, similar marketing, all of that. So I get on this call with her and she gives me a little lay of the land and I just tune into to what I call my channel, the channeling. And immediately I get visions of like almost specifically who these women are, where she can find them on the internet, like what social media platforms mm-hmm. they are, that it's not one demographic, that it's two demographics, that she's putting these two demographics into the same retreat together, even though it makes no sense and how having two different demographics in the same retreat was going to give her like this really unique marketing. I'm like, and what to say on the marketing. And it was, it was like oh, light bulbs oh, going off for her. Yeah, it was like light bulbs going off. She's like, oh, my God, that's it. Oh, my God, that's it. Oh, my God, that's it. And it turned out for her, a lot of these things had been on the verge of her consciousness. It wasn't like she she was thinking these things subconsciously but not consciously. So what I was doing was going into my body, retrieving them from the universe, and retrieving them from her subconscious. I'm just like, here you go, and bringing them back to her. Yeah, bringing them back. Oh, man, I got chills. It's so awesome. So tell us the verdict. Did you really get to hear the outcome? Oh, amazing. So you mapped ago. it out. So, so I'll get back to you. We mapped it out. And she was like, this is going to work. Hell yes, I got this. I know how to do this. I'm going to go do this. I'll call you back in a couple of weeks. <laughs> so cool. <laughs> She's like, you, she actually said, you gave me so much, I don't need you. And I was like, ooh, whoops. <laughs> Um, so let's talk a little bit about these, um, you know, times when you feel like you're losing your mind, because when you're creating a, a business like this, or you're doing this kind of work, it, it, it like makes you feel like you're crazy sometimes, it's totally illogical, irrational. There's a lot of things that we do that just don't make sense. Um, so tell us a little bit about that, like what's really going on when you feel like you're losing your mind. It's really not that. Um, what's really happening there for the business so owner I want to, or the entrepreneur? Yeah, I want to give this a little bit more of a frame and frame this in terms of a specific type of business owner, if I, if I may. Sure, yeah. Some of, us, some of us who are, and I'm going to speak to a lot of us who are coaches or even, um, you know, the priestess or sacred feminine community or psychotherapists. I'm going to frame this around entrepreneurs who are, either, you know, in the sacred feminine, sacred masculine community or coaches, visionaries, or even like psychotherapists, because a lot of us are doing the work that we do as leaders because of our own challenging journey. I know that I've had one, and I know that you've had one too, Stacey. And what's Mm -hmm. going on if you're a visionary and think you're losing your mind in your business or, or in anything else is this. We, you, you, the visionary, you, the leader, you, the, I mean, I want to say spiritual teacher. I say that lightly for now. You, the visionary, you, the leader, mm-hmm. you, the spiritual teacher. You're doing this work because you went through your own exquisitely challenging journey, and now you have a lot to teach. It's like mm-hmm. the story about um, the underworld, Persephone and the underworld, 
So you start out in one place and you start out with the tribe and you start out with your family of origin and, you know, religion and the church and, or whatever, or, or I grew up with synagogue Jewish, whatever it is. You can start out with like religion mm-hmm. and, and your family and schools and all this tribal programming that's like that tells you who to be. And then you realize one day that that tribal programming is at the very least not entirely true, that it's making you feel sick and crazy. And then you leave <laughs> the tribe. And that leaving the tribe, you're laughing, something's resonating. You leave the tribe and you're like, what the fuck? Oh. Like, like one, of, one of mine was my birth name. One of mine was my birth name. It never resonated. I was like, what the fuck? I am just not Jessica. What the fuck is this name, right? And there's a, a lot more to it than that. But, but we get these, like, all this shit put on us. Oh, I was supposed to be a social worker yeah. or, like, a teacher. And I was like, what the fuck? I am not a social worker. This is not happening. Right, right, We get right. this conditioning put on us. So we break free from the tribe. I was supposed to be a, a nice Jewish girl, a social worker. You get out. Oy vey, right? Oy vey. Um, <laughs> a nice Jewish girl, a social worker. When I think about what you do compared to that, it's just like crazy. Thank God you have the crazy, you know, courage exactly. to step out. But go ahead. So funny. But that's the tribal conditioning. And then there's a period of yeah. where we're like Persephone and we go into the underworld and we challenge the conditioning. And it can feel like we're losing mm-hmm. our minds. We, you, us, mm-hmm. because we have, you have your own voice. You have the voice of, of whatever you want to put, soul, spirit, who you really are, your authentic truth. And then you have the voice of mom and dad telling you to be a social worker or whatever, whatever it is for you. <laughs> and there's so much discord <laughs> between the voices. Yeah. That it can feel like insanity. It can feel like doubting yourself. It can feel like not trusting yourself in your decisions in your business. It can feel like changing directions in your business 15 times. It can play out as like a financial roller coaster, feast or famine, full transparency. I know that one well because there's that, that inner battle between you and all of the tribal conditioning. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. So tribal conditioning, like what's that about? Is there anybody that should be victim to this? <laughs> Are some anybody people made for that? Or and some people like- aren't? What? Are you saying, are we all victims of this? Is that the question? No, like, is anybody supposed to be, you know, part of the tribe? I mean, is anybody supposed to be conditioned by the tribe? This, this is the weird thing. It's like we grow up being programmed, and then all of a sudden we get to a certain age where you realize all the programming needs to go, and I need to figure out, like, I need to program myself by myself. Like, each one of us has to step yeah. into that kind of sovereign you know, that, um, yeah. that energy of yeah. like owning your life. Right. And so sooner yeah. or later, everybody is called to get rid of the programming. Right. I mean, programming is what yeah. keeps Absolutely. that subconscious, like uh, totally in Absolutely. misaligned with the truth. So, yeah. So we're all called to this. It's just that the entrepreneur and the, the, the people that are out there building businesses have, they get confronted with it. I think at a more intense level, maybe. Um, yeah. but yeah, yeah it is crazy. And why is it so hard? You know, why rules. would it be so hard? Breaking rules because every day. Entrepreneurs this is what we we're do. breaking rules. The programming is designed to keep us stuck in the small. The programming is God designed to keep us sheeple. So the programming is like, the programming, it's different, per, you know, in every family and every religion, but it's also very universal. It's stay small, stay safe, live in fear, cower down, don't get too big for your britches. 
remain a part of the collective, et cetera. Like there's a lot of similarities in the programming. It's, it's fear-based. And right. as, as entrepreneurs, especially if – and I'm not so much talking about like if you're selling like a $37 product or something like that, but if you're doing things – if you're selling – if you're selling things that are in the thousands or high ticket and, and or if you're selling work that comes from your soul, like coaching, you're breaking so many mm-hmm. rules just by offering yeah. a body of work that comes from your soul, just by selling things that are tens of thousands of dollars. Right there, you're challenging right. rule after rule after rule. And I can guarantee, like, right. for all of us, there's some kind of backlash. Not that it's not workable, mm-hmm. but there's some kind of backlash and there's some right. sort of process to go through. Because the business itself yeah. breaks the conditioning. Totally. That's such a good point. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's it. That's it. Um, I'm thinking about the words, be careful, be careful. <laughs> you know, that we hear when you're walking out the door, you know, from your parents. <laughs> Yeah, of, of course, every parent wants their kid to be careful, but no, like, I'll never forget the first time my daughter said, um, drive fast and take chances. <laughs> I was walking out the door, and that's when she yelled at me, and I stopped. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, that was the funniest thing I've ever heard. I went back in the house. I'm like, what did you say? She goes, drive fast and take chances. I'm like, that is so beautiful right there. It was just like, that's the message that we should be sending our kids out with, you know? It's like all of a sudden it puts us in a place of responsibility like, oh, wait a minute, nobody's protecting me anymore. I better wake up and and make some decisions that are going to be aligned with with the life that I'm supposed to be living, you know? And um, it it was just such a crack up. I love it. I love it. I got to hear have fun. My parents, for some reason, just have fun. There was the be careful. Be careful, have fun. One of them said be careful. One of them said have fun. And so, um, you know, it was funny. I heard somebody talking about that one day, and I was cracking up. But that's the kind of conditioning, you know, growing up your whole life, you know, being taught to, like, be careful and be cautious and, you know, don't take chances. Don't drive fast, you know, follow the yeah. Like, yeah. And then all of a sudden, you know, you want to build a business? You're like, why is it so hard? Well, because of this. We're talking about getting rid of all this conditioning and, and starting, you know, brand and so freeing ourselves, mm-hmm. unleashing, and especially uncaging. the bigger so. message you have, the bigger message you have, the harder it can be because if you have a really big mission, a really big purpose, a really big destiny to lead or a really big empire to run – it can be even more challenging because it's more counter to the be careful. And by the way, I love what your yeah. daughter said. That's, that's brilliant. Isn't that great? It's totally so brilliant. Good. So good. Roll down the windows <laughs> and sing really loudly and defend people. Yeah, I know. Exactly. So funny. So where are you getting your inspiration from? What, what kind of, how do you generate energy and keep yourself inspired? these days to do the work that you're doing and to confront, you know, to, to take on the challenges and to keep pressing in or however you like to say it. A lot of my inspiration What's comes from where I'm living right now. I mean, I am living in gorgeous Maui, Hawaii. So a lot mm. of my inspiration comes from nature, from getting outside, from going to the beach, from being part of the land and the earth. Like I get so much, you know, juju or juice or energy from that there's also absolutely um, entrepreneurs who are like light years ahead of me who are at seven figures 
that I follow or, you know, enroll in programs with or buy courses from that motivate me, inspire me. I think there's definitely a role to have teachers that are, like, way ahead of you as, as, as yeah, for practical yeah. reasons like strategy but also for inspiration. So it's like mm-hmm. having my own teachers and my own mentors as a source of inspiration, nature and the earth and getting outside. Absolutely. I'm actually yeah. walking outside to my patio right now because I said that. Mm-hmm. And I would also add anything that connects me to my own body in a pleasurable way. Yeah. So that can be my yoga I was, practice. Um, that could be picture. dancing. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, when yeah. I asked you that question, I had that vision of you outside, like totally connected with nature. Um, it, it's just it, it is. I don't know what it is. It's humbling at the same time uh, as it, it empowers you, you know, it's like um, being yeah. a part of such a bigger, huger thing. Um, yeah. Connection to body and nature pretty much. It's and the, the body and nature. And all of this vision is possible, you know, seeing other people doing what um, you're doing and moving you moving in the direction of that is um, very inspiring. That's awesome. Well, I just love what you're doing. I love the work that you're doing, and your client results are so very impressive. So we're making more money for people. We're bringing them back to relationships, healthy relationships. We're restoring and reclaiming lost um, parts <laughs> of themselves, mm-hmm. right? That's what happens. It's like we're walking mm-hmm. away. That's so what it I is. Reclaiming peace. Yeah. Bringing people back home and giving their life back to them. It's um, – so awesome. Do you work with people on starting new businesses? Would you say that that is part of your work too, or is it pretty much with people that are already established? Yes, yes and no. It's it's yes and no. Um, I have clients who are I've had a I have and have had a lot of clients who are in one business and who want to transition to something else. Like a huge subset of my work has been working with psychotherapists who want to become life coaches because. They want to have a broader practice. They want to make more money. I would be open to working with somebody who's new to business. However, um, they would need to be tenacious and fierce. They would just need to be tenacious and fierce. You need to be tenacious and fierce, people. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, you need to be tenacious and fierce or don't call me. That's right. I need you to be tenacious and fierce or we're not doing this. That's right. We're not doing this. That's so good. If you want to so put the big boots, up, boots on and go kick some ass, let's talk. Yeah. <laughs> Call me. <laughs> Call me. All right, you guys. You can ass. get a hold of. Go ahead. Say that again. I said, I just said, if you want to put the big boots on and kick some ass, let's talk. Yeah. <laughs> let's talk. All right. Awesome. All right, you guys. Um, Ashra, again, could be reached. You can go to her website, um, ashraeden.com, or email her at ashra at ashraeden.com. And she's also on Facebook, um, mostly Facebook. That's kind of where you live, right? That's your big one. I've um, been living and there. you can reach yeah. her on Messenger. <laughs> we live in Facebook. Yeah. Facebook land. Always. Oh, boy. <laughs> you are awesome, girl. I pray that you just have a beautiful day on the beach, connecting with your body and with nature and just continue to kick butt with your clients it's just very cool what you're doing and i thank you so much for coming back and visiting with us you always have so much um just cool energy to share so i appreciate you thank you for being on today thank you for having me stacy it's a pleasure you're welcome and listeners we'll be back um next week 
for another awesome um, guest. I'm going to hold that um, surprise for you. And if you are ready, let me just talk about you for a minute. If you're ready to amplify your voice or get published or um, just, you know, connect with the work that you know you're here to be doing, then reach out to me at Stacy, S-T-A-C-E-Y, at StacyC.com, and um, I can help to get you launched. So thank you again for joining us, and don't forget to be the change and the magic you're hoping to see in the world. Until next time, peace out. Bye, Ashra. Peace out. Bye. <laughs>